Chad Gaspard and JTG, it's crime time. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Hey, how you doing everybody out there in podcast world? As we begin this podcast this week, my name is Dre, aka Dre on the wheels, and welcome back to a new edition of the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling. Well, um, once again, thank you guys for um, joining in, and as you can hear, the Crime Time theme song, man, I just had to come in with this introduction like this. It was only fitting. In my right, in my mind, that um, I start this show with this theme song. Not only with this theme song, with a, uh, you know, um, the Seneca Dons to Shad Gaspar family. Um, I know this is gonna be a tough time, and although, um, we may. Have lost uh, a great man at Shad Gaspar. Um, we lost the hero, and indeed he was. And I don't want to have everybody teary eyed on this show. We're gonna keep it all smooth, and you know, and just send our condolence to the Shad Gaspar family. What a moment of silence. Alright, yo, welcome back here to Talk Pro Wrestling, man. Yeah, man, it's just been a, a crazy, crazy start of the week so far, man. As you guys may have heard, Shad Gaspar, former WWE superstar, um, has passed away. Um, I was, I heard, me personally, I heard about the news um, this past Monday. That um, he was out on the beach in Venice Beach, California, with his family, and you know, once restrictions, um, you know, got lifted there in California, in Venice Beach, California, um, him and his son and his wife and you know, his family, you know, they went to the beach and you know, having a good time, you know, just been stuck in quarantine, I know everybody want to get out, you know, whether that's, you know, going out to go swimming, or going out to go get something to eat, or going out to go see your loved ones, I know everyone want to go get out, in these difficult times, so, um, hey, you went to the beach, like a lot of people were, you know, it's May, you know, the weather is beautiful in some parts of the country right now, so, you want to have a good time, and indeed, he was doing that, until a riptide um, came through. I didn't know what a riptide was. You know, I don't be in the ocean or the water. But a riptide is a, you know, I was informed that a strong um, wave of water, you know, came through and just wiped them, you know, sort of away. And that riptide is, you know, very strong and it's very hard to kind of fight through it. And it can push you 
you know, miles and yards away. So, you know, uh, it's very difficult to um, hear about the story that um, Shaq Gaspar left and seeing um, a tweet, uh, actually a text message that um, JTG, um, former tag team partner of Shaq Gaspar of Crime Time, um, received from him and was just like, man, hey, if I die today or tomorrow, man, I love you. And JTG responded back, I love you too, brother. No hashtag, no homo. <laughs> you know, it's crazy that some guys out here started a game, though. It's a lot of, you know, what guys out here that just gotta say that. No homo. But, yeah, man, it was just real sad, man. Um, I don't know if you guys remember Crime Time. I indeed remember Crime Time. Crime Time were an established tag team in the tag team division in 2006, 2007-ish, around that time. And I remember when they came on the scene, man, were they hot, they were entertaining, and man, I was in my feelings when they got released the first time. You know, as a, as a group. And I was very disappointed. And I'm like, this can't be really. Y'all just gonna let crime time go? So, man. um, I have so many memories with crime time. So many memories with crime time. So many memories with Shad. You know, and to see them break up as crime time. It was only, you know, I think when crime time broke up. It was almost like. The closest thing, what I'm saying, the closest thing to Crime Time breaking up to me was like when the Prime Time players broke up. Because I liked it, the Prime Time players. There was potential there. It was potential. And of course, you know, there's always the it guy of a tag team. There's always that guy that's going to go further and beyond. And there's the other guy who's just going to be the other guy. Basically, it's always that other guy in the tag team, and JTG was, and just like Marty Janetti was. But uh, man, you know, rest in peace to Shad Gaspar. Um, I was watching AEW Dynamite um, last night, and uh, Jim Ross came on and said that his uh, body was found and everything like that. I don't know how true that was. I was also hearing TMZ, watching TMZ, saying any other news. But uh, they didn't say that. But the fact that Jim Ross said that later on that night, live on TNT. So, man, it's really rough. And not only that, man, NXT didn't even mention him. Um, to my fact, NXT didn't even mention him. Um, they actually, actually, I take that back. They showed, uh, you know, before the show came on the air. But other than that, they really didn't mention them during the broadcast. But, um, yeah, man, rest in peace to Shaq Gaspar, rest in peace. Um, AEW, man, was off the chain tonight. AEW, you know, as usual, killing it tonight, man. Really, really, really killing it. Um, as we all know, Double or Nothing is coming up this Saturday 
May 23rd, live on pay-per-view. Yeah, on pay-per-view. You know, I think most of us wrestling fans got accustomed to the WWE Network where we can pay, you know, just $10 a month. You know, which is probably, you know, which is not a great, um, which is not, you know, a lot of content, content to keep us there, just to be like, okay, you got us something, but, uh, we, we got so accustomed to it, so now, when you know, when AEW come around for pay-per-view every three months, it's hot, everybody want, you know, want their hand on it, you know, and it's, it's crazy, though, so, I guess everybody, like, uh, what was it, February? February when the last pay-per-view was like, okay, all right, bet. I'm going to save my $50 for the next one. You know, it's three months away, you know, and I, and I kind of enjoy that, how AEW does that. They take some time. It's three months, the time to build up to our next pay-per-view. We got a lot of TV in between, you know. We just going to build up into our next pay-per-view, and I really, really appreciate that with AEW. Because I think the uh, wrestling world is so clusterfuck with uh, pay-per-views. You know, I understand that's where the money was, you know, is at with pay-per-views. But damn it, you know, especially with wrestling, you have to build towards that. You know, I remember, <laughs> I remember in 2011, you know, where pay-per-views were like two weeks apart. And I was like, really? Like, you, you can't be serious. And, and this 2011, this is three years prior to the WWE Network. You feel me? Like three years prior. So that's that's $60 coming out of your pocket. Because you ain't trying to watch the non-HD version. You're trying to get the full HD. You feel me? When the powers go up. Pop, pop, you feel me? You're trying to get all of that, man. So they, hit, they was hitting your head. So, you know, with AEW doing it how they doing it, it doesn't make it so bad. But the typical wrestling fans out there, they're just going to complain and everything. So, it's nothing to complain about. AEW um, Double or Nothing has a huge show coming up um, this coming this coming Saturday. Um, I have relearned that Sean Spears, as we've seen the Sean Spears little uh, news segment. <laughs> um, he's going to go one-on-one with Dustin Rhodes, and that should be a good match, that should be a really, really good match, in my opinion, I think Sean Spears should go over, you know, since his, um, what was it, Tully Blanchard, I, I can't really, I hope I said his name right, his, uh, manager that been going around him with him since, uh, he, uh, kind of been in AEW, haven't been there, so I guess he gotta go in a different path, Sort of, so I really hope Sean Spears really get this. And of course, Mike Tyson is going to be at AEW. Yeah, man. AEW capitalizing on everything they can right now. They really are. Mike Tyson is going to be at Double or Nothing this this coming Saturday. Um, live on pay-per-view to present the TNT Championship to the winner of Lance Archer. Lance Archer. And then American Nightmare, Cody. And um, I think I agree, I agree with the commentators this past week that uh, Cody is going to walk away with this one. And he rightfully should walk away with this one. You know, he was locked into a situation where uh, 
I believe Woody Woody was taking on um, MJF. And if he didn't win, he um, no longer can challenge for the um, AEW World Heavyweight. No, actually, I take that back. Actually, no, it wasn't. He wasn't going against MJF. MJF was in his corner. MJF was in his corner and he was going against Chris Jericho, I believe. And yeah, he lost that match. And if he lose, you're no longer the challenge for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Now, I understand that. I really do. I really understand that. You're the executive vice president of the company. You know, it would, you know, just be so kind of like bogus, but everybody would seems to expect it that you're coding. You're the American nightmare. That's your company, right? You know, with along with the other of the, the elite guys, it's your company. So, of course, you're going to be champion, you know, of course, you know, but, uh, no, he's not, and he said he will no longer challenge for the AEW Championship with AEW not already been a year on national television. He declared that. So, I feel as though he's going to go out of this TNT Championship and make it the title. Make it the title, make it the workhorse title. And, um, uh, and after a while, you know, as push come to shove and everything shifts, shifts, <laughs> shifts, <is. laughs> um, he's going to be able to um, get a shot at that AEW championship again. But, um, yeah, man, AEW Dynamite uh, was also dope. But uh, AEW Double or Nothing is going to be also awesome. Going to be very awesome. John Moxley is going to take on Brody Lee. Two former WWE superstars. Um, this is going to be really interesting. Really, very, very interesting because you know the Marks out there, they always got something to say. Oh, two former WWE guys in the ring. Oh, wow. That's the best they got. S- sit down somewhere. <laughs> sit down somewhere. Um, yeah, um, another thing that was cool on AEW Dynamite. Um, I think it was Ray Phoenix, man. He hit that uh, move off that top rope, man. And it just seemed like he was just flowing. And all of a sudden, nobody really wanted to catch my man. <laughs> nobody really wanted to catch him. hit real hard. See the ref outside checking him. I was like, he hit hard. He really hit hard. Nobody really wanted to catch him. I don't understand that. But everybody caught Coca Banner and they caught everybody. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. Um the Stan P match. The Stan P um wrestling match, the Elite versus the Inner Circle. Um that is going to be something else to see as we uh as you guys if you haven't seen AEW Dynamite this past week, as you seen Hangman Adam Page just I guess running a hundred yard dash or whatever he was running from and just got into the fray. It was like somebody's running down the field. It sure was Adam Page. Um, just a cool, cool, cool setup. How they, you know, taking advantage of everything. Um 
that's the Jacksonville Stadium, and of course, no football stadium season is going on right now, but they're taking advantage, man. We're connected right here with Daily Place. Why not take advantage of this, you know? At our early stage here in AEW, we know we ain't going to fill out this 80, 70,000, you know, seat stadium. Well, let's just wrestle here in this huge stadium with nobody yet, you know? And of course it's gonna it's it's gonna it's gonna sell. It's gonna be crazy, man. But um yeah, man, can't wait for AEW uh, double or nothing, man. It's gonna be off the chain. NXT NXT it was um pretty cool, man. It had some really dope matches that um stood out to me tonight. Uh Dexter versus Roddy, very, very, very um, interesting match. Um, I thought Dexter was going to get the win. Seems his obsession with um, the Undisputed Era and also with uh, Velveteen Dream, but uh, that's a tag team. That's a weird-ass tag team, though. But I'm excited to see where it goes because that's my man Samuel Shaw from uh, TNA Impact. So I really like what he was doing there and you know, just hopefully they keep up the good work. Um, another thing that was uh, really, really cool tonight, uh, Rhea Ripley taking on Io Shirai in the main event of NXT. What a hell of a match that was. These two women going back and forth. Io Shirai just won um, a ladder match to fight for the NXT Championship against Charlotte, who won at a WrestleMania and beat Rhea Ripley. And here Rhea Ripley is back and she's like, nah, no one is going to walk over me or pass me. I'm going to get my title back. So out comes Charlotte, man, the queen of them all, <laughs> you know, and just DQs this match. So what it looks like at NXT TakeOver in your house. Yeah, I said it, NXT TakeOver in your house. Um, gonna be live on the WWE Network June 7th, man. Uh, it's looking like we're gonna have Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai, and that's gonna be a hell of a women's match. Hell of a women's match. Also, another match that had been announced for NXT, um, TakeOver in Your House is Karrion Cross versus Tommaso Ciampa. That's gonna be a cool, dope match. Man, Korean Cross, Killer Cross, whatever you want to call him, man. His entrance is fire as hell, man. It's, it's so awesome. It's, it's you. Like, come on, man. His entrance is everything. Everything. Everything literally ain't the word, but it's everything, man. Um, And also another match that really stood out to me here this past week on NXT was Drake Maverick, he was taking on Kushida in a one-on-one contest. Um, these guys were in the NXT tournament, um, you know, and of course we all heard about Black Wednesday and most of, you know, like 20 superstars getting released and Drake Maverick was one of them and the Kurtzazawa was on a rumored list, but I've realized I don't think he got released, but um, yeah, it was a bunch of guys on that list, and um, some superstars seemed to come, as we heard uh, about um, 
Drew Gulak, who got released, I believe, what, this past Saturday? Because he was featured on this past Friday night, SmackDown, taking on Daniel Bryan into, in the Intercontinental Championship Tournament. But, um, however, um, Drew Gulak beat, and, I'm um, excuse me, um, Drew, uh, actually, Drake, Drake Maverick, sorry, Drake Maverick, um, went over and won against Kushida, so next week on NXT, it's gonna be, well, I think it was gonna be, it's gonna be a triple threat match with Atlas, um, Kushida, and, uh, Drake Maverick. With the whole story with Drake Maverick, um, you know, being with the company and seeing his interviews on WWE's The Bump and being great friends with uh, Braun Strowman, you know, there's a lot of guys that I see coming back and returning to the company. Um, he is one. Titus O'Neil is another. Sir Logan. Um, it's quite a few, um, you know, I really see um, returning to the company. It's just really, really really hard times at the moment. But um I'm rooting for Drake Maverick, man, even though he shouldn't have been a WWE two oh five live general manager though, but his story got me going, so I'm rooting for it. I love the story. Hey yo man, you know I'm almost out of time man. Well I'm just about out of time. You know I'm just about out of time. So here here like this podcast man Share it, man. It's on Anchor. It's on Spotify. This is your man, Trey, on the wheels. I appreciate everybody tuning in, man. I thank you guys, man. I'll see you guys next time. And I love wrestling.